0: Lord.
1: It's a life study of the Bible brought to you by Living Stream Ministry, featuring the ministry of Watchman Nee and Witness Lee, two ministers of God's economy who served together in China for nearly 20 years. Watchman Nee was imprisoned by the Chinese government in 1952 and remained there until his death in 1972. Following his imprisonment, Witness Lee carried on this ministry in Taiwan and eventually in America and ultimately around the world. He served the Lord for more than 70 years before going to be with him in 1997. His major contribution was through a 21-year labor he called Life Study, an exhaustive commentary on the entire Bible. This program is based on those messages. Before we join today's show, we'd like to give you our website where you can find more programs just like this one. It's lsmradio.org. Again, lsm radio.org Now, here's our show today. The Gospel of John begins in a most mysterious way. John chapter 1 may be the most mysterious chapter in all of scripture. But yet once our eyes have been opened to gaze into what it reveals, we have the deep impression that we are seeing things so profound things that are held in the very heart of God. Listen to how this chapter begins and how it concludes. Verse 1, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. And verse 51, And he said to him, Truly, truly, I say to you, you shall see heaven opened, and the angels of God ascending and descending on the Son of Man. In between these two bookends, John chapter 1 reveals the incarnation of Christ, who tabernacles with man, the redeeming Lamb of God, the life-imparting and transforming Spirit as a dove, the Son of God, and the Son of Man, the stones for God's house, and the building of God for His ultimate dwelling place. What a chapter, and what a privilege we have that we can help bring it to you as it was opened up by a faithful minister of the new covenant this is life study of the bible with witness lee a program furnished by living stream ministry and joining us today to help cover this marvelous chapter is mark robbie mark i'm just really happy to have you here today for a program that i think we both have a sense is something very special
2: yeah john one is really a very special chapter i'm happy to be here
1: Uh, I mentioned in that opening this matter of life and building. And for those who have heard the first few programs in this new life study, these words, life and building, have already been presented as the keys, not only to this chapter, but even to the Gospel of John, and in some sense, the whole New Testament. So maybe you could review a little bit life and building and how those are so significant in this book.
2: Well, as you said, Chris, uh, John chapter 1 really is Uh, a summary or a crystallization of the entire Gospel of John, and in, in a very real sense of the entire Bible. What the Bible talks about and what the Gospel of John talk about are how God is life to man in order to produce his building for eternity.
1: As central points or key points, not only to to understanding the book, but really in the heart and purpose of God, it's not surprising or shouldn't be that these are things that are a threat to God's enemy. So what we're going to see in our first couple of sections today is the biggest or greatest enemy to life and building in the Bible. And I think this may be a surprise to some of our listeners. Why don't we join Witness Lee?
0: The main subject of this message is, let's all read together, Jesus at the Lamb of God with the Holy Spirit at the Dove, making the believers strong for the building of the house of God with the Son of Man. What are the main points or main things in these title? The Lamb, the Dove, the stone, the house, and the man. These are the five main points. The lamb for redemption, the dove for anointing and uniting, and the stone for material, and the house as the building, and the man as the very substance. The substantial element of God's building is man. Men got, number one, redeemed by the Lamb. Number two, regenerated and transformed by the dove. So man becomes the stone. And then the stone builded. By the dove. The dove is not only for regeneration, but also for transforming and uniting. Then eventually you have the building. But the essence, the substance or the substantial element of this house of God is not divinity but humanity. Because divinity is the doiler. Humanity is the doiling. It's not the natural humanity. It's not just the created humanity, but the regenerated humanity, the transformed humanity, and the uplifted humanity. A humanity that has been processed through creation and incarnation and crucifixion and resurrection and ascension such a humanity which has passed through such a wonderful process will be the very substance of God's building and this is God's dwelling place
1: Mark you know this is such a well-known gospel, and there's so many passages that are familiar to Christians and even some passages that have become familiar to unbelievers because it's just part of the culture. But typically we think of seeing Jesus as the Lamb of God, our Savior, as really being the central focus of this uh, chapter and this book. But what we just got exposed to were these five aspects or steps in the process that are revealed in this chapter. And of course, his being our Savior and being prepared as the Lamb of God is a crucial step, but it's not the whole game, is it? Maybe you could review a little bit these five steps of this process.
2: Yeah, it's not the whole game and it's not the goal. Many people consider redemption as an end in itself, redemption is a remedial step to redeem man back to God for God's ultimate goal, which is really his building. So the emphasis in the passage we just heard is on the process that man goes through in order to be suitable for God's building, and on God's building as the goal— so the process is, first, the created man who fell needs to be redeemed. So he does need the Lamb of God. He needs the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. That brings him back to a uh, proper condition before God, but that's not where it ends. He then needs the Holy Spirit, as the dove, who gives life, who imparts the very eternal life. In the Gospel of John, we believe into Him so that we can have eternal life. So the Lamb redeems us, then the dove imparts life to us. Then we experience what the Bible calls transformation, signified by a stone. Man was not made out of stone, he was made out of clay. So if a man were to become stone, that means he has been transformed. Something has happened to him metabolically. That's signified by the stone here. And what you use the stone for is building. God's house is built with this, not the natural created man and not the fallen man, but the regenerated and transformed man becomes the actual material that God will dwell in for eternity. This is fantastic.
1: Yeah, wasn't that a striking statement he made near the end there? I think he said, divinity will not be the dwelling place. Humanity is the dwelling place divinity is the dweller.
2: Yeah, it's a very deep and profound thought, and it's not a natural thought. God in eternity is a divine person, and he lived in eternity past alone in his divinity, in his divine nature. But he was not happy to dwell in divinity. He wanted to dwell in humanity, Why he wants to dwell in humanity is a secret hidden in God's heart. But that's what he wants to do. So he will come out of the heavens. He will come out of eternity. He will come out of his divinity to become a man so that man can be God's dwelling place. And initially, that dwelling place was the man Jesus And eventually, it's a corporate dwelling place composed of all of his believers.
1: Well, as we mentioned a moment ago, this being the heart, the purpose of God, there's opposition to it in the universe, in the mystical and divine realm. And uh, we're going to see that now in the next two sections, actually, as Witness Lee reveals to us the greatest opposition or enemy to the building of God.
0: Have you all read through the book of John? By reading this book, have you found who was there all the time against Christ? Religion. In the whole book, religion is the enemy of Christ. Religion is the frustration to Christ as life. Religion is the opposition. You know, eventually, who sentenced Christ to death? Religion. The Hebrew religion sentenced Christ to death, utilizing that weak Roman politics. John has a strong point in his writing to show us the problem for Christ to be alive is with religion. The poor situation was that all the religious people by that time were looking for a great leader. A great leader, Messiah, Elijah, all the prophet. You know, the principle still exists today for today's situation. Everywhere people expecting to have a giant preacher. Dr. So-and-so, worldwide famous. Well, pitiful situation. Then among the Pharisees, none among the scribes, none among the Cypriots was there for life. Not one. They all are for a movement, a giant leader. We are waiting for Dr. Sun Tzu to come. The contest in these portion of the record is so impressive. While those religionists were expecting a giant leader and they checked with John about Messiah, John said, no. About Elijah, no. About the prophet, no, 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 no. I am nobody. I am nothing. I am just a voice. And that man said, no, 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 he is just a voice. And what is this? It's nonsense. Yes, altogether, life is a nonsense to religion.
1: No, 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 just a voice. You know, Mark, this contrast you mentioned, the contrast between the religious concept and the divine thought, it couldn't really be more vivid or more stark than is portrayed here. I want to point out, Mark, after hearing this faithful speaking by a faithful brother, we're not here to shine the light on others or to point out the failure or weakness of others, but we ourselves need to be examined by this brightly shining light because human religion, human religious thought lurked just below the surface in all of us. So religion seeks a great leader, but the divine plan was to send Jesus as a little lamb who came not to do mighty things, to assume the throne that they were asking for, but just to come and die in order that we might be saved and brought into eternal life. This contrast, Mark, it seems it's present even to this current day, isn't it?
2: Yes, indeed it does. Uh, The religious thought uh, is in us from birth. It actually began with Cain when he invented his own way of worshiping God, that actually was instigated by Satan. So the source of the religious thought, and when we say that religion is the greatest enemy, we have to understand the source of religion. That came actually not from God, but from God's enemy. So naturally, what Satan has produced is the enemy of Christ as life. And we all as fallen beings have this natural religious thought within us. And we expected someone great to come. If God were to be incarnated as a man, he must be A giant. He must be eight feet tall. He must be powerful. He must be handsome. But he didn't come in that kind of a way. He came in a very, very lowly way, in a way that was so unassuming, so approachable, People couldn't believe this is actually God in the flesh. He just came as a little lamb, a little lamb of God to die for man's sins. Not a great teacher, not a learned person, not a famous person, but a lowly man.
1: Well, I think the reason that religion is such an insidious uh, enemy to God's purpose is because it's it's really – Camouflage so well, it looks like it must be of God, but really it's not it's false it's it's anti the divine thought. it has nothing to do with the great dynamic, charismatic leader that we can all of course easily identify and then follow, but it's something so subtle as a little lamb or even as a gentle dove that can fly away. Because this point is uh, important and because this thing called religion is so deeply embedded in all of us, we're going to spend another section on this topic. So let's go back to Witness Lee.
0: Out of sudden, John saw Jesus coming. What he said? Behold, Dr. Jesus Christ! Did he say this? What he said? Behold... The Lamb of God. Amen. Jesus was recommended as a lamb. Amen. You know what is a lamb? A lamb is just a little sheep. A little one of the flock. While well, the religionists were expecting a giant leader, Jesus was recommended not by Dr. John the Baptist, just by a voice. Behold, the Lamb of God of God. Not a movement. And this Jesus comes not to be giant leader, but to be what? The Lamb of God that takes away the sin of the world. It is not a matter of movement. It is a matter of redemption. It is a matter to solve the problem of sin of mankind. For taking away man's sin, we don't need a giant leader. We need a little lamb to die for us, to shed his blood for our redemption. I say again, the situation today is the same as that time. Religion is still expecting a giant leader for a big movement but today in God's economy Jesus would not be such a leader. Jesus is still the lamb of God. We all have to say Lord Jesus, to me you are not a Jane leader. You are just what? You are just a little lamb of God who died for my sins on the cross. Thank you for your death. Lord Thank you for your blood. Thank you for your redemption. I don't care for a giant leader. I only care for this little land who has a country's redemption for me. Isn't this wonderful?
1: This is really a, a wonderful utterance. I don't want to confuse our listeners. Obviously, there is a greatness and a majesty that is ascribed to our Lord Jesus, and there will be a day when that greatness and majesty is on full display. So we don't in any way want to minimize our wonderful Savior. But he went to such lengths to distance himself from that natural human thought when he was on the earth that this really makes us obligated to pay attention, doesn't it?
2: Yeah, it really does, Chris. I mean, in his second coming, he will appear in glory and in majesty and as a great king. But in his first coming, he came in such a lowly way just to be man's redeemer and be so approachable and receivable by man.
1: I'd like to come back to this matter. We opened up with this kind of striking statement that divinity will be the dweller, humanity the dwelling – It's not natural fallen humanity that could ever be the habitation of God. So this transformed humanity is really what's needed for God's building.
2: Uh, Yes, the, uh, the thought of building is very deep and profound and somewhat hidden uh, and the picture that the lord alludes to here in Jacob's dream is is necessary in order to get this thought of building so he had a revelation there in his dream of god's building there was a stone which we have already mentioned the stone signifies not the natural man created by God, uh, because he's not stone, he's dust, and also does not signify that fallen man who could not be suitable for God's dwelling place. He signifies a transformed man. When the spirit, as the oil, is poured out upon you and me, we become no longer natural persons. We become transformed persons persons who could be built into God's building. And then to continue with the picture here, the Lord's word to Nathaniel in John 1, he's telling Nathaniel the ladder that Jacob saw, that was me. I was that ladder. And the angels of God were ascending and descending upon the Son of Man. So, this is a crucial thought because the Lord Jesus in his humanity is the first one to be good for God's building. Then we in our transformed humanity become stones also for his building.
1: Yeah, that is marvelous. And this really closes the loop today, I think. So, I hope uh, you'll join us again, Mark. Be happy to. I, of course, want to extend the invitation for you to join us again and also for you to contact us. You can reach us a couple of ways. Perhaps the easiest is our toll-free line, which is 1-888-543-3788. That's one life study You can also visit us on our website at lsm.org, and there's a radio section tab there that will take you to uh, the radio page, and you'll see all of the programs in this entire Life Study. They're available for your uh, listening and downloading. Again, that's lsm.org. And we will return for our next program. For Mark Robbie, today I'm Chris Wilde. I'd like to thank you very much for listening.
2: Yeah.